0: Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another adventure in podcasting. I am particularly choosing the word adventure because my guest this morning is returning, author Ellie Schwartz, And also, Ellie, you have this amazing, adventuresome sort of hat action that's oh. happening this morning, which I really appreciate.
1: Thank you. I'm a hat gal.
0: I, I like it. I like it. Is is this one of those like... You have to have it on for the adventure, like you have to pluck it from the clothesline at the end of the film kind of things.
1: <laughs> I didn't think about it like that, but I like where this is going.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I can hear the theme music like queuing <laughs> yeah. up. Um, so we are here to talk in particular. We, we've talked before sort of broadly about your work, but we're here in particular to talk about the book that's currently over your shoulder and currently coming due about the time this hits which is Hidden Truths, right there, back there, Um, which I believe you were saying has um, two stars. Is that right so far? Yes. Two-star reviews.
1: I'm so honored, Jason. First of all, thanks for having me back. Um, I love hanging out and chatting with you. And as you said, Hidden Truth drops on Halloween, and it got a star from Kirkus, and it got its second star from School Library Journal. And I'm so humbled and so honored truly. Yeah,
0: yeah, and well-deserved, well-deserved. You have uh, a pantheon of books that are also occupying space on the shelf behind you, Mm -hmm. and even one more on the way, along with uh, you have a book birthday, a book birthday coming. Yeah,
1: I am um, so excited about Hidden Truths coming out Halloween, and then, as you said, I have a new book coming out called Stand By Me. It was just Mm -hmm. announced um, coming out in spring 2025 about Bess, who is a uh, take charge sixth grader, Bess Stein, who brings together a group of friends and a group of librarians known as the book warriors to fight a book ban in
0: her middle school. Love it. Love it. Love the message. Love the the Youth Activism Center that so looking forward to that and we may have to have a chat about that in the future as well Absolutely, sometime between now and 2025 <laughs> um, <laughs> book book birthdays just work that way you see them well in advance it's like way out there. Uh, so glad to talk with you about that book glad to talk about hidden truths and I know that there was a journey for hidden truths. Um, there was quite a process of writing. I think sometimes my students have the impression that good writing and published books just sort of happen, and it's really not the case. And I try to tell them all the time, professional writers have to go through a process. So anything that you would want to share about the uh, process of this book coming to be in the world?
1: Yes, Um, the notion that it happens overnight, (laughs) or good writing just (laughs) takes off is really not the case. Um, this book I started in 2001. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. I was sitting with my son who at that time was in, I think it was fourth grade. We were reading the book, Mick was here out loud together. It made me laugh. It made me cry. It made me feel all the feels. I turned to my family that night and I said, this is what I want to do. I want to write books for kids that make them feel all the feels that summer I wrote what was then called a promise between friends.
0: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It
1: was this Eric's story. It was only Eric's story at that point, only written from his point of view and it got rejected <laughs> over many years. Um, this story, I could never walk away from its uh-huh. heart just tucked into mine. I felt it was, there was something about it that was so important to me to just Mm -hmm. keep going. I had to become a better writer. I had to learn. I had to listen. I had to grow. I had to take this book apart and put it together again countless times. Mm -hmm. Um, And ultimately, it became a story from both Eric and Danny's point of view.
0: Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm.
1: that was a new structure for this book. But what I realized somewhere in this 22-year journey That we needed to hear from Danny. This is a story about changing friendships, Uh the promises you make to keep them, the lies you tell, the secrets you share, and the healing power of forgiveness. I mean, Danny is a hotshot baseball player. We all know a Danny, right? She wants to be the first girl in the all boys baseball team. She has got a dream and she is going for it. Eric is her neighbor. They have grown up together. They they bond over donuts and comic books, and he's goofy and loving and loves crossword puzzles and forgetful. He has ADHD. He likes a lot of things, and he's good with that
0: uh-huh, until there's uh-huh. an
1: accident that happens and on their annual camping trip one summer, and he is worried that the accident and the resulting injuries to Danny were his fault, and he makes uh-huh. a promise to fix things. This story is about, you know, how in middle school, those friendships that we have held so dear begin to shift Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and what can we do to keep them close? So this story, when I first started this story, Jason, there was, I mean, there was no social media.
0: Right, right. That
1: wasn't part of the story because it didn't exist. So, or maybe my space was out there. So ultimately, when this story started to develop more over the years, it changed. Uh, the nature of there are aspects of bullying that are in this book. There's aspects of social media fame that are mm-hmm. in this book. And th- the nature of those things changed as the advent of technology changed and our world became more connected and more 24 seven for kids. Uh So there's a lot that shifted. This book has been, I would say a journey is the accurate depiction for how this book has evolved and um, maybe an adventure, hence the hat. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So one of the things you said there that really resonates with me is this idea that sometimes there's a story that's so personal or so compelling that you sort of have to spend a long time finding your way in thinking about some some of the classics that are out there that have been around for decades that really had to be retaken up multiple times. So we we won't talk about Ray Bradbury sitting down and, and writing Fahrenheit 451 like on a, a dying typewriter because, you know, that's how some books come to be but there are other books that come to be over the course of uh, multiple questions, multiple revisits.
1: Yes. I mean, I think accepting that, I mean, for me accepting that I had to become a better writer in my journey. There was, I mean, I was, as we had talked about, I mean, my journey to even any yes took 15 years Mm -hmm. and there was a time in that, on that path that I stopped submitting for publication. I took a year and a half to two years off. I worked with a, an editor on craft specifically. Uh Uh I I wasn't writing to publish. I took, it was about a year and a half, two years that I just focused on becoming a better writer. Hopefully Uh that was the goal. I took all of my um, rejections and I read them all, which should never be done without candy or wine and <laughs> or both. And I was going
0: to say maybe a combination. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I realized that there was a pattern of things I needed to learn. Like I was getting um, feedback that I was didactic, that, you know, I needed more access to organically uh, sharing the hearts of the characters and what they wanted. And so I needed to become a better writer. So I took time off to do that, to work solely on craft. And then I dove back in.
0: Yeah, yeah. And those are things that I feel like everybody has to learn if they're going to write. Um, And curious about how you balance out. So so sort of the aspects of blame, bullying, um, sort of the, the negative aspects of what people have to go through, the difficult aspects along with those positive thoughts about friendship and loyalty, um, always in service of the story. So curious about how you balance those out as you're working.
1: I love that question. It's interesting to me, I've never parsed it out that way. To me, the book, the Hidden Truths for instance, or any of my stories really reflect kids' lives, right? Like (laughs) our lives, adults or kids, are filled with those shiny, penny, wonderful, happy, joyous moments filled with love and pride and, and all of that. But there, are, we also have moments peppered in that hurt our heart, that makes us anxious, that make us angry, that scare us. And so it's not so much that when I write, I'm trying to balance those things as much as I'm trying to reflect and honor my readers' lives, and recognize that those positive aspects and those challenges are a part of their life. Their life is not just one of those slivers of of time; it's yeah. all of it. So, I think the balance for me it just hopefully is a reflection more of the challenges and um, and joys that my readers face.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Love that. And you mentioned the, the idea of being organic. So that just lines up so well um, with being organic and kind of presenting the world as, as it is in a lot of ways.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's my hope. I mean, I, I, and I, I want to honor their lives and know and respect my readers and know that everything isn't just, you know, unicorns and butterflies that Mm -hmm. there are these challenges that we all face
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm also going to say this is a little bit of a side note. I love the cover. The cover is just beautiful and so attractive um, and just symbolically captures so much about these two characters and sort of the directions that they head in. Um, And I'm also going to say the book comes out Halloween 2023. Um, So I don't know when people are watching this or listening to this but it is likely out there or seem to be out there by the time you watch this or hear it.
1: Yes. Yeah, so first of all, the cover, I mean, mm-hmm. Jen Bricking and Jay Rector masterfully designed and implemented this gorgeous cover. I mean, Jen's art is, I just feel like she knocked it out of the park. She really, it, the cover really embodies the, the journey of the characters. Mm -hmm. And when you open it, it is um, like one scene if you open the whole, uh, the book like this. So it's just so beautifully done. And yes, the book comes out on Halloween, which I am so excited, you can pre-order it. Um, That's super (laughs) helpful to authors. If you pop on my site, you can get all the information. I am donating a portion of, pre-order proceeds in the form of books to kind cotton, which is an amazing organization that promotes inclusivity in books and in their, um, their outer, their clothing as well. So they have inclusive messaging. So check out their site. So yes, I'm so excited for this book. And one of the things, I mean, Jason, I really want kids, I hope is kind of a takeaway for them is that they can be so much more than the way the world defines them Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: that, you know, Danny is a baseball player and Eric is ADHD, but Danny is not just a baseball player and Eric isn't just a kid who has ADHD. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I feel like sometimes, particularly with kids, we feel that the world has kind of put us in a pocket Mm -hmm. and I just want them to know that they don't need to be in a pocket that they're not just the way the world defines them, that they are so much more than that. And for Eric, the ADHD label, as I I mean, I he develops a comic book character named Sideways. Mm-hmm. And I felt like that was kind of his superpower because he is somebody who can really see things in a really unique lens. Like while people are... Trying to solve a problem in one way, one linear way. He is busy looking at it from all different points of view. So I just felt like I love that part of the story that the world doesn't define you and that you're so much more than those labels.
0: Mm, I love that too. I love that too. Uh, I often hear the phrase Jesta just a something, just a kid who, just a person who, just a this or just a that, and uh, absolutely, I was going to say retweet, but I don't think that's a thing people say anymore, but uh, amen to the idea that we're not just one thing, and there are definitely possibilities for everybody. Um, Yeah,
1: and I I think the
0: The alternating, this book has
1: alternating chapters, alternating points of view. You hear from Eric, you hear from Danny. And Mm -hmm. I think for kids that is, or adults as well, super helpful because the world is very black and white at that age. Mm
0: -hmm. Somebody
1: hurts you, they're a jerk or they don't like you. Like there's only one reason why that could be, but that's not true. And so the book, the story really lets you see why What motivates Danny to
0: Mm -hmm. do the things Mm -hmm. she's
1: doing? What's motivating Eric to say the things he's saying? And so that I'm hoping kids can empathize and take away that sometimes the assumptions that they're making about somebody's behavior, that there's a lot that they're not seeing. Mm -hmm. Maybe that person is hurting. Maybe the reason they're doing something, it doesn't make what they're doing right, but it gives you empathy and maybe compassion, a little more compassion as to why they're behaving the way they are and that they're hurting. And maybe there is something that you can do. Mm. So I I love that part of the story. I love that I added Danny's, you know, Danny's point of view.
0: And definitely a superpower from you and a superpower for adults and kids to develop. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, so where can readers find out more about the book and anything that you would share about stand by me or any other creative directions to come?
1: So all the information about, um, ordering or getting a sneak peek of hidden truths, you can go on my site, elliesworts.com. And there's all the information you want to sign personalized copy, um, My two local indies are um, Wellesley Books and Eight Cousins, and feel free to pre-order from them, and I will sign it
0: personally Mm -hmm. to
1: -hmm. the reader of your choice. Um, You can also get it anywhere books are sold. So I'm really proud of this book. I'm really honored that um, it's resonating positively with readers, and I'm so excited for it to get in the hands of all the readers out there. So definitely check out my site. Um Stand by me is my revisions. I mean the book is written. <laughs> it doesn't come out till 2025, but I am so excited about this book. It really feels very important and timely and when the idea for this book came into my head and it just tucked into my heart immediately. Bess Bess's determination her commitment to justice and doing the right thing, her ability to have agency mm-hmm. and work with a group of uh, rock star librarians. I just I I love how she brings a very um, unlikely group of people together to mm-hmm. unite in this cause. And so I'm really proud of it. I'm also working on a chapter book series. So we'll see how that's going. Um, I'll I'll let you know next time. But um, I just continue to work. Uh, I love school visits. I love if you're out there and you want me to come, you know, reach out. I love talking to readers. So it is truly my favorite thing. There's nothing better than, you know, the energy that comes from a a room full of, you know, 10, 11, 12-year-old readers.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And did I, I might be wrong in this, but are you going to NCTE this year? Is that one of the stops on your map as well?
1: It is. It is. Um, I will be, and Jason, wait, you're going to be there, right?
0: I will. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have to,
1: we have to meet in person.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm not just a Zoom avatar. Um,
1: (laughs) I have two panels on Friday, which are just, I'm so honored to be with these educators and, and authors. And then I will have a signing in the afternoon at Random House and at the Allen booth. So it Friday's a big day. If you mm-hmm. want to connect with me, I'm going to post about where I'm going to be, um, what the timing is, but it'll all be Friday. And I really hope that um people come by, come by to get a signed copy of Hidden Truths. Ah, I'm, <laughs> that'll be so fun. Yeah. And so I'm super excited that I'll be there. I will also be um at Eight Cousins Books, I'll be at Wesley Books, I'll be at Silver Unicorn, and I'll be at Anderson's Books. So I'll be doing um, a lot on the front end of, of um, right before NCTE, um, and then I'll be in Edgartown uh at Edgartown Books in um, on Martha's Vineyard in December. So there's a lot of fun things, a lot of fun places to find me, so come say hi. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. Looking forward to to meeting you in person. And it sounds like you have a busy season ahead. So I appreciate you stopping by the zoom again, the podcast and talking with me and glad to have you back anytime.
1: Thanks so much for having me on Jason.
0: Yeah. My pleasure. My pleasure.